Broadcasting from the island of North America on AMR.FM to the people of the Global South. This is Radio for the Blind, and I am Joshua David McLaren. My dear sir, while passing through your native land, I have discovered an exceptional painting entitled The Aristocracy Within. I have been informed by its curator that you are responsible for its creation. I absolutely must become the owner of this work of genius. Wherefore have I written to you now? However, after inquiring as to the current costs of paint and canvas and the like, I have discovered the price that you are asking to be exceptionally high, and therefore quite unreasonable. Enclosed, please find a check that should cover the amount of your expenses in creating the thing, and I will expect the delivery of this masterpiece to my summer home in St. Denis Basilica by no later than this Sunday next. I applaud your work, good sir. You are an artist, to the very penetralia of your being, and your co-naturally occurring talent is confounding in its inimitability. My only advice to you, if I may be thus pardoned from such audacity, is to leave the tenets of sales and business to those who are better equipped in mental and experiential capacities for such things, as your apparent expertise does not extend into pecuniary matters, only those pertaining to the arts. I look forward to the receiving of this exciting piece, and have already chosen the location of its hanging. I am forever in your trust, and am most sincerely yours. Marie Antoinette Chapter 13. Change your language, change the world. So, what can we do? We must remember that others are suffering. We must remember this at absolutely all times, until there is no more suffering in the world. It should not weigh us down or cause us to feel helpless, but it should lift us up and inspire us to make something better of the world around us. We must remember that there are human beings on the earth, at this very moment, who consider toilet paper to be a luxury of the wealthy. We must remember that there are humans who are feeling as though there is nothing they can do to change their situations, much as we feel perhaps at times. And we must remember that when an individual influences the course of his or her own future, the future is influenced determinably for us all. We must remember that a conversation with another informing him or her of the unknown suffering in the world, asking to hear his or her own thoughts on the matter, ideas on how to change things, make things better for us all, these things have an effect upon the individual, and quite ultimately, the world. When we think about something, it becomes a part of our language as well. When we speak of things, we find our actions are influenced by this dialogue, to say, I'm going to do this, forces us to choose either a path of honesty or a path of unreliability, and we most often wish to be known for the former, so we'll try to live up to what it is that we have said that we would do. Ultimately, it is our actions that will change the world, altering the course of humanity in such a way as to point us in one direction or another, as it is our individual actions that will determine for us each our characters and our overall destinies in life. Now, there is something to be stated here about destiny, 
as many are to believe that it is an unalterable thing, this concept of a destiny, but as illustrated previously, our destinies are shaped and formed by our own thoughts. Therefore, as long as we remain downtrodden, as long as we remain within the constructs of a negatively angled paradigm of thought, as long as we subscribe to the beliefs and agendas that would cause humanity to fail, this belief that we are intrinsically evil in some way or another, that we are something less than what we may all someday achieve in being, then we are forcing ourselves down some darkened pathway toward a destiny of destruction, hatred, greed, and malice. We must remove our species from this self-supposed destiny, and we do so by the shaping of our thoughts. When I was young, I struggled to no end with a lower self-esteem than most. To this day, the vestiges of that former struggle remain with me, though my current struggles in this way I imagine are no different than another's. While still a teenager and after having contemplated suicide on multiple occasions, I decided that I had had enough and that I would change the things that I could change and let the rest fall together as it may. I analyzed myself, my days, my words, my actions, everything about myself was under scrutiny, and I observed that I was often cynical about myself in the most sarcastic ways. If presented with a photograph, wherein I was with others pictured, I would make comments to my friends that were self-deprecating, things like, who's that ugly guy right there, and such. I decided that my choice of words was something that was alterable and controllable by no other human being but myself. I felt empowered, if even just a little bit, to take the reins in this regard, and I began to change my approach in sarcasm, saying things like, Who's that handsome guy right there, instead? At first, I fought against this change internally, for I did not believe that I was handsome, or any of the other things that I would say of my own self when speaking in this positively sarcastic way. I had been telling myself through jokes for so long by then that I was this thing or another, all with bends toward negativity, that I had to essentially re-brainwash myself into believing something of the opposite to what it was that I had thought. I discovered through this process that not only did my own sentiments of myself begin to change, but the view that others had of me also changed. I discovered that there is great power in the words we speak, that every time I said before in jest, who's that ugly guy right there, mine and others' inclinations were to laugh and of course understand that it's a joke, but at the same time, there were processes beneath the skin, so to speak, that were happening wherein both others and myself would then be looking for things about me that would appeal to this concept of my ugliness. Without thinking of it, this would happen. And I was hearing these things more than anyone else, as every time I spoke, well, I heard every single word. I was essentially convincing myself and others of whatever it is that I was saying. So when I changed my language to be focused on a positivity in everything, I discovered that there was a positivity that existed in my life that had not been there before. So, if you are hearing this, and perhaps wondering, what can I do to change the world and make it a better place for all of us, despite the struggles of my day-to-day -day and all my rough attempts to keep my family afloat and fed? The answer is quite simple, and it begins 
with something alterable to an absolutely individual level. To change your language is to change the world. Remember this, and make improvements where and when you can, and know that you are not alone. Know that we are all together in this thing, and that you are supported.